Hello, guys, and welcome to the MSC Performance Podcast with me, Mark Coulson, and Max Harmon. I'm in. You're in. You're in. It's been a few weeks since we've done our latest podcast. I've uh, been keeping you guys uh, in suspense, and but very much looking forward to touching base again and uh, giving all our listeners the uh, the latest updates of uh, as to what's going on at MSC. Um, so lots of exciting things coming up. So we'll talk about. Um, the Metcon Games, which we've got coming up uh, this Saturday, which we're very, very excited about. A uh, new bit of equipment coming our way as well, which will lead us on nicely to talking about today's subject, which is going to be based around uh, the use of machines uh, versus the use of uh, free weights. Um, so versus isn't probably the right way of putting it, because as we'll expand uh, into, it's uh, we're big believers that uh, both have their place and a good combination of free weights and machines will uh, build the ultimate athlete. Um, but that will be the kind of subject that we're, we're talking about. So uh, the viewers and listeners are always very interested to hear what's been going on in Max Hartman's world. So what's the, what's the latest? Uh, Mate, what's, been, what's going on? Been busy. Um, busy had, skiing. Had, had, yeah. Yeah. Had a few, had a few days off. I was off skiing in, uh, in Bulgaria, which was, um, it was just it was just nice to be on a plane. Yeah. After, after the last two years, I think I I pretty much I started the the COVID era um, hurriedly flying back from Canada on a ski from a ski trip, getting back as quick as we could so that we didn't get stuck over there when they spent oh, started closing borders. Um, and I haven't been aboard since. So yeah, it was really nice to get um to get away, get some time on the slopes. Um, it, full disclaimer, it was a stag do, so it wasn't the most vintage skiing performance you'll ever see wasn't that um, no no wow that that's that's coming up in a couple of weeks actually. oh what is it, so, yeah, it, is, it is, <laughs> but, um but uh but but yeah like i say i mean outside of that it's just been trying to stay nice and busy i think um we all had a, a nice um kind of bump in in business and the diary filled up a little bit after you know after christmas and the gym's been 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 packed since it which is, is great it's been real awesome um and you know my, my diary is no different it's been a really good busy few months um so it's quite nice to kind of come feel like you're coming towards the end of, of sort of q1 um with you know a couple of nice trips a few days off and, and a little bit of a break but then it's just straight back to it straight back on the gym floor straight back to coaching and straight back in the clinic and the treatment room um with a few new clients um and then yeah like i say just just keeping busy getting it straight done back on the horse yeah straight speaking of holidays I, not many people probably know but i've had a little trip myself to uh <laughs> <laughs> to Miami. Uh, I haven't talked about it much. Nah, um, I mentioned it, mate. Yeah, it's a bit on social media. You might, you might have seen it. You might not have. Um, just stories. I haven't done a post yet, but I'll do a couple of posts uh, this week. I think. Uh, you know, you, you want something that's on there long term that people can see. So, uh, but no, I mean, it was all right. You know, but wasn't, too bad. Knows, knows wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to went to watch the Heat play. Um, got a bit of stash. Got a bit of stash. Um, but now we'll move on. Um, yeah, no, very exciting time at MSC. It has been super, super busy. Um, like I say, like good momentum from from the new year. Um, obviously, you know, COVID not existing anymore. Of course, we've pushed on, um, <laughs> and uh, it's just been very, very busy. Um, we've got the Metcon Games uh, coming up on Saturday, which is our third edition of the game. So, something that uh, we're going to be looking to run biannually moving forward. And uh, so far, the first couple that we've done have been absolutely brilliant days. So really buzzing for Saturday. So uh, we've got over 20 competitors. Uh, We've got two teams. 
Um, it's just going to be good fun. We get, you know, get the mic up, we MC it. It's good, you know, it's, it's good crack, good, you know, nice and competitive, good fun, and just a great opportunity for, um, you know, a wide variety of, you know, ability levels in the group to to come together and, uh, you know, test out how far they've they've come. Really, it's just it epitomizes the best of MSC, I think, with you know, seeing the improvements in people, you know, in terms of how far they've come, mm-hmm. uh, for them to be able to see how far they've come as well and really test themselves mm-hmm. um, at the limits or even beyond the normal comfort zones and the community, um, you know, and, and atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, really thrives as well in this uh, in this kind of event. It's just always so much fun. Uh, really strengthens the bonds with the team and um you know it's uh, it's what what we're all about you know it's uh you know people you know when we, when we talk about you know what we what we do here we've got you know a list of you know um uh, key, key, values. Key, key values that, key that we do and uh you know the the reason why we're doing it is to build that community and and you know build a place there where people can can do all of the things that we're talking about in the Metcon games. They can test themselves, they mm. can improve physically, um, you know, mentally, they can, you know, build confidence and see what they're capable of. Um, the the you know, what we want to do here is build that, you know, real strong community for people. They've got the, you know, got the work on the home and this is that third so space if, if if you like. And um so really something like the Metcon games really encompasses everything that we're we're about really. Yeah. Agreed. So it's going to be a mega comp. Uh, we've got uh, yeah some good events lined up, a good mix of like general conditioning work, some strength work, and a bit of strongman as well. Um, so good luck to all the competitors uh, that are taking part. And if you're not taking part, come down, come down and watch. Um, you know, it's free to come down, just watch and support uh, your fellow fellow members. Um, encourage them as much as you, as you can. And um, you know it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good day. Starting nice and early. Sonia's uh, the one who's been sort of heading it up. So obviously it's it's, uh, it's a bit earlier than I would like on Saturday <laughs> morning. But we're in at half eight for a, uh, a nine o'clock sharp, sharp start for sharp, the first yeah. event. Um, and if you're late, Sonia will. Yeah, you don't want to be in cross. Yes, yeah, you don't do want not want, don't want to be on the wrong side. And so uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good day. In the evening, uh, we've got a social, so we're meeting up at seven o'clock. Um, and hitting up the JQ, so uh, a few few scoops. In fact, we're going Hockley Social Club. It's Hockley Social Club, uh, food optional, drinks optional, good time not optional. Must have a good time if you can. That's a terrible chat. <laughs> um, so what else going on at MSC? We've got uh, we've actually just ordered a new piece of equipment yesterday, mm. which is very exciting, and this will lead us on to our conversation about. Uh, freeways versus machines we have bought a new machine and we're getting it made from uh, scratch and specified uh, to exactly what we want so it's going to take uh, about six to eight weeks to arrive but it is a lap pull down slash seated row combo mm. um we're excited about this aren't we hey, we've been we've been talking about this one for a long for a long time it's um it's the one thing i think where and again, this kind of leads us on probably to what we're going to talk about next, where, you know, we think I'm a massive advocate of barbell training, I'm a massive advocate of the free weight stuff, barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells. Um, I think for 99% of people, you can get 99% of the stuff you need to do done. 
with a barbell and a squat rack. Yes. You know, chin-ups, squats, bench, and you can bench out the rack, uh, deadlifts, you can do rack pulls off there. You literally do everything on a uh, with a barbell and a squat rack. That and 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 I think that's the reason why we don't have a huge amount of weight machines here. You know, it's very different yeah. to going into a bodybuilding gym where they've got endless, you know, plate-loaded hammer strength machines, that kind of thing. Um, massive advocate of the barbell, but that being said, there are definitely benefits that come with, with um, you know, kind of fixed path, um, stack loaded or plate loaded resistance training machines, um, and one that I think is very very hard to replicate with uh, body weight or or barbell work is that kind of lat pull down seated row combination. Both of those are just um, are such nice movements, and, and with our cables, we get you know we get some good work done on it the moment but again you know when you've got a, a heavier stack that's really built for for a lap pull down it's um it's completely different and it's going to be um yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be great when that arrives yeah absolutely i think with um kind of you know overhead pulling work mm. i think like you know you your obvious one that comes to mind is the pull-up um mm. in regards to, to free weights uh, as we know the pull-up is a hard exercise to yeah. do um even if you're good at them it's fairly taxing mm -hmm. you know it's a big compound movement um and there are regressions like you know to the to the pull up and like you've mentioned you can get most of your work done with free weights and a squat rack you know with a, a pull-up attachment um and there are regressions to the pull-up such as um you know band assisted pull-ups pull-ups from the, the knees or the, or the feet mm -hmm. from the floor but they fill a gap they're not the best regressions yes um, yeah. banded pull-ups like you know i remember when i first started doing those i was like yeah this could be the answer this could be the answer but do i really see much carryover with um with the uh pull-up you know regressions mm. like i said just didn't quite it just doesn't seem to quite carry over you know, you go from you go from bandage, yeah. you can reduce the bands and build towards a full pull up, but you're still working where you know whether you're attaching the band to a higher or lower point, whether you're using a thicker or thinner band, you've still got these like big kind of jumps in difficulty yeah. from one band to the next, or from one rack height to the next on an assisted pull up. It's big jumps in difficulty. It's very hard to scale easily. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. and it's also very hard to quantify as well. Like I say, you could have different brands yeah. of bands from different shops or from different websites yeah. where the tension is not quite the same. And again, yeah. in a gym like this, as is the normal way, like band break, band yeah. snap, yeah. you get tied up with slightly different tensions on that kind yeah. of thing. So it's a decent regression. It's, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's again, still going to be some benefits yeah, from it, but, but from, the lap pull down is just, yeah. yeah so, same way as a barbell, you know, if you're doing the reason why something like a bar, you know, barbell training is so effective, I think one of the reasons I should say is, you know, if you're doing a, a bench press for the next 15 years, you can have uh, tiny incremental jumps that are completely under your control. Assuming you've got the plates in the gym, you know, our plates here go down to what 0.25 kilos each side. So you can add half a kilo at a time. Yeah. And you've got these really nice incremental progressions and, and physiologically that's how the body works. These little adaptations to each training stimulus or to each bout of training. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes the regressions involved in a, in a chin up just don't quite fit that profile. It's harder to have those tiny little incremental progressions and you actually have these big step changes where, yeah. where you change bands, you change setup. So yeah, having a machine like that that you can, you know, you've got a full weight stack on, you can you can really be have total control over the resistance you use and progressing that over time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just valuable, you know, it's, it's a 
it's a very important movement and a very important kind of movement pattern to be training regularly. You've got to be strong through that that range of motion. You've got to be strong in that kind of plane and through that movement for for a variety of reasons. You know, whether you're training for purely aesthetics or for sports performance. Um, uh, and, and it's a great tool to do it. And then the seated row, probably the same sort of things apply. Um, you know, things like a bent over or a pen lay row, you do have limiting factors like like hamstrings, lower back, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, but you know, a seated row machine when you bent over row, like yeah, if you're doing yeah, exactly. a lot of deadlifting, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, RDLs and things like that. Like to go from that into bar, you know, into like barbell bent row. over row, yeah. pen lay rows taxing, yeah. like yeah. it's taxing, yeah. Um, so yeah, to have that seated row machine as well, um, great, up. really nice. Yeah, really yeah, good. definitely. Go back to that pull down. I think like into like technical stuff as well, like with a with a pull up as well. Like you know, like you can have legs swinging all over the place when we're mm. trying to learn that movement and lack of trunk control. Yeah, are we really pulling from the scapula or are we kind of like forward and you know yeah, trying yeah, you know, just round round the yeah elbow. And it's uh, whereas lat pull down is a good opportunity when you're learning that. Mm-hmm. overhead you know pulling movement to okay let's take the legs out of the equation let's get that trunk you know nice and hollow in a good tall, position tight. tall yeah yeah and actually you know starting that movement with that retract you know mm-hmm. with that retraction of the shoulder blades and rather than like someone who hasn't quite got the strength swinging around on a yeah on a on a, a pull-up well. yeah. yeah so yeah. it's a good it's a, a real nice movement for that as you say seated row i really like because i think mm-hmm. it's something you can load up quite nicely um and again like bent over row pen lay row like barbell rows are quite taxing especially mm. if you've got like a lot of deadlifting and pulling in your in your program already so just that you know take the shearing forces off the lower back mm. seat position and say nice and tall let's let, let's it's engage just, it's just less variables less variables less variables simpler mm. movement easier to get what we want out of it mm. um and then also like you know i think important to stress that like not just for beginners either mm. like if we are um, you know, so if we're talking about the seated row and like you're an advanced lifter or power lifter or anything like that, it's like let's say you're deadlifting heavyweight, you're trap barring heavy heavyweight potentially, RDLing. A very nice alternative to just take that load off the back a little bit mm. and, and, and hit that middle back the way we want to. And then same with pull-ups as well. You know, you might be doing pull-ups on one day and then second day might be right again let's hit some lap pull down yeah you know and uh I'm excited for it now yeah yeah I'm excited cousin. for it now good bit of kit good bit of kit yeah. and like I say we're very yeah we like we don't pack the gym full of machines we yeah. we are obviously a strength conditioning gym it's it's about movement quality it's about you know work with a barbell it's you know it's it's basic 80 percent right. let's say off the top of my head about free weights mm-hmm. um, but the machines do have their place and help support you know the you know what we're what we're trying to achieve and uh, and that you know we've got a lap pull down already a plate loaded one which is a decent bit of kit um but this stack loaded lap pull down uh, from Pullum who we we work with closely who only do top quality kit um you know to have that you know lap pull down seated row combo is a it's a good good yeah, addition good right, addition yeah. to, to the gym yeah so very very excited about that um so yeah i mean leading into like you know i think uh people will see we've got some other machines in the in the gym uh one of which is the belt squat mm. uh, also from uh, from from pullum which gets you know a lot of good mm. good use mm-hmm. um one of our members casually uh, said the other day oh do you mind getting another couple of these 
belt squats because uh, in the barbell club we have a few people like with uh, belt squat in the program and it's like yeah no worries mate they're about three three and a half grand a pop um yeah um but that's a great bit of kit isn't it and, oh, um it. yeah you know well like just for just for our listeners like with with your barbell clients and with your um with your let's say sports therapy clients mm-hmm. what you know what are the reasons you'd use the the belt squat over a back squat the, the belt squat specifically um again it's just something where and i think it, it, if we zoom out a little bit and think about why you'd use a machine over a barbell variation or something um to some extent like how you'd use a leg press might be similar to how you use the belt squat um as opposed to a barbell version generally speaking what a machine offers is it, it, it reduces certain degrees of freedom or, or it, it it restricts or reduces the the contribution of like skill to a movement so to actually put together a proper barbell back squat whether you're talking low bar high bar front squat whatever whatever it is whether it's front squat or back squat um you know there's there's a certain degree of skill involved in that you have to know how to organize all the different sections of your body you have to put them in the right way so the movement comes together um, and you can then safely and consistently do whatever movement it is you're trying to do. Whether you're trying to do a squat, a deadlift, a bench press, um, you've got to synchronize the whole body, put everything in the right shape, move it in the right direction, um, and do that consistently the same week on week, rep to rep, to be able to replicate the same stimulus and to be able to get stronger over time, to truly get stronger. Um, whereas every machine in its own right, um, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to put you on a certain fixed path or it's going to take a certain segment of the body out of it. Um, so, you know, Prime, prime example being uh, you know a bent over row is very much whole body where you're just pulling from your shoulder blades and pulling your arms back if you do exactly the same movement face down on a bench it's exactly the same movement but it completely takes the legs and the lower back out you're not doing any work below the rib cage really yeah. um belt squats very very similar because the weight is essentially hung around your waist everything above that belt everything above the belt line everything above that where the kind of harness sits on you you're taken out of it so it relies so much less on control and skill um, and strength to some extent as well around like the lower back the core the mm. upper back um, the shoulders it just takes the weight off it um, you know leg press probably the same so even in an even greater degree because it reduces even more like the ability to kind of sway side to side yeah. with the weight shift yeah. and it's a completely fixed path machine yeah. with that bell squat you still got to have that yeah there's still going to be some ability if you just shift yeah. onto your left foot or onto your right foot you still yeah. have to control a little bit so um yeah, I think every machine has a you know certain benefits, or what, what depending on what you're trying to achieve, that might be a benefit, that might be a you know, that might be a drawback, um, but it, it it greatly reduces the, com- the contribution of skill to a movement, and and at times you want that, at times we want to try and teach someone how to move better. Yeah, yeah, this is um, it, it's, it's variety between the yeah, two. Yeah, exactly it's that. Horses exactly that. Horses, as they say, and, um, and and a lot of it depends on. I think it depends on training goal as well. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that we keep coming back to, one thing I keep coming back to is um, the fact that where a machine comes in very, very handy is if if our main objective is to try and not just make someone be able to lift more weight or to feel better or be more mobile or just move better or just be stronger. If our goal is to change the actual shape and size of a tissue, so we're talking about muscles, we're talking about tendons, um, then a machine's really good because you don't put any skill in there because you, you remove skill as a, as a component because you remove skill as a variable. It just lets you put pure like stimulus and pure work into a muscle and really force either a lot of fatigue or a lot of tension. Um, and that can, that's a really powerful driving force when you're trying to change 
the shape and size of a muscle or shape and size of connective tissue. Um, for some people, that's a really important thing. Um, for other people, if you know, if you just sit at a desk 30 or 40 hours a week, you know, we're not necessarily worried about the size of your muscle. I just want you to be able to move more. Yeah. I want you to be able to be flexible and mobile and have a base level of strength. It's not imperative that we, you know, really change the thickness and the size of your distal hamstring tendon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas if you're a track sprinter and you run fast for two hours a week, three hours a week, four hours a week, you need a pretty thick distal t- yeah. hamstring tendon. Yeah. You need that to be able to tolerate loads. So machines might be a good option at times. Yeah. Um, it just depends on, on, on you as a person, what your training goals are and, and the adaptations that are going to underpin those goals. Boom. Boom. Done. Next. Done. Next. 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 No, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. That, essentially, that's what it is, guys. Yeah. And um, I think, as, as, as you've said there, I mean, you know, it's it's all for courses of the individual. It's, you know, and, and ultimately, everybody who trains is going to use a very you know a variety of free weights and you know and machine based work and uh, some will do some are more than you know another person but ultimately these are tools you know free weights and machines are tools that you know are there to to basically help us on our way towards our mm-hmm. towards our goal so you know you know really silly to just neglect machines when you know they do have uh, do have a place yes of course want people to back squat well front squat well lunge you know move it move with free weights that's our primary you know primary oh, goal great, great tool um, but great tool that we can do a hell of a lot with so yeah we're going to keep that nice and short and sharp today guys i think that's you know that's what we wanted to cover um so if you've listened to that hopefully you've got a better idea now of why we use machines if you're not really using them too much maybe you might start you know using them a little bit more um and yeah really looking forward to getting this lap pull down uh seated row combo uh, you know, down there and uh, say it's going to get a lot of use and, you know, uh, yeah, looking forward to it and might not be the last machine you see down at MNC in uh, the near future. So uh, keep, uh, you know, keep, keep your eyes peeled, watch your space. Um, yeah, fantastic. And again, yeah, good luck to all the competitors at Metcon Games on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to repeat myself from earlier, if you're not uh, competing, please come down and watch, get involved in the social in the evening. Uh, it's going to be a great day. So thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Nice one. Thanks for having me. Cheers.